0: Welcome back to Takeus McGinnis Elder Call Elder Care Law Hour. I'm Tim Takeus, and it's October, so we're talking about residents' rights this in this episode.
1: And I'm Barbara McGinnis. With us in this segment will be an executive from Grace Healthcare Support Services. He's a regional director of operations. His name is Randy Ashby. Welcome, Randy. Thank you. I think I got your title right. You can correct me if you need yes, to. Yes, Jack um, of all trades. But all right. what, what, what we'd like to know is, okay, we've talked a lot about resident rights, but what about in a skilled nursing facility where folks are even sicker, maybe frailer, how's it different there?
2: You still have all your rights. Just like Marie was saying earlier, uh-huh. uh, a lot of people have that misconception when they come in that they're in a place where they kind of watch what they do and they can't do this or do that. Yeah. It's just, they want it to be just like your home, so you have all those rights that she talked about.
0: Yeah. Okay. So whether you're there three days or 30 days or however long it takes you to go through your exactly. rehab or whatever it is or whatever reason that you're there. Yes, sir. Okay, so do these regulations differ from state to state or, or So. I mean, I, maybe that's a, the wrong question to ask because you may not know that. I no, don't know. No,
2: that's okay. So for SNF facilities or long-term care facilities, they're all governed by CMS. Uh, centers okay. for Medicaid services right. uh, and Medicare services. It's the same way in all 50 states. So now, in an assisted living, I know that was a question that I had uh, mm-hmm. was brought up to me as well. Those vary from state to state. Yeah. Uh, their, their regulations may vary from Tennessee to uh, Kentucky to Indiana. Mm-hmm. It varies
0: right and i'm going to assume the re- part of the, much of the reason for that is is that the funding source typically for the for the skilled nursing facilities is medicare or it's the federal government Correct. so he who pays the bill calls the tune in some cases exactly. in that in that respect yes, about residents rights do those residents rights differ from assisted livings or um,
2: um, you know what now i'm worked in assisted living but i uh-huh. talked to some people that run them
0: uh-huh.
2: and they tell me they're basically the same rights
0: Okay. All right. So just because you're sicker doesn't mean they're any different? No, sir. Okay.
1: What about payment source? Does a payment source influence resident rights or the level or the type of care that someone's going to receive?
2: No, ma'am. Private no, pay or,
1: versus Medicare, Medicaid? If you are
2: private or Medicare, uh, it, it makes no difference. Private insurance, everybody gets the same care.
1: And has the same rights,
2: same care, same rights across the board. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. So let's let's talk a little bit about what happens in a. How does a person get into a skilled nursing facility?
2: So, you know, a number of things, and it's probably an unfortunate event that's happened to them that maybe they had to go to the hospital. Or it could be they come straight from the doctor's office now, and that's that's allowable that you can come into a right. nursing. So facility maybe they've
0: like had a fall, and broken like, hip, yeah.
2: Uh, maybe they need some rehab for that. Okay. okay.
0: So that's how they get in.
2: They could use some IV medication, uh, some therapy.
0: Okay. And now and, and when they get in there, a lot of them I'm going to assume is they're very, uh, they're very seriously injured or ill. Yeah, you know, and they're often, I'm going to assume you're oftentimes dealing with family members and you're having care plan meetings and whatnot. Are there special rights involving, or what are the rights of people who, like families, to be in care plan?
2: So, what we do, we encourage families right off the get go in the admissions process yeah. to tell us all they can about their family member. Okay. To, to me, oh. uh, to our, our organization, the care plan starts upon admission. Because if they've had a fall at home, okay, mm-hmm. they're going to be coming into strange surroundings, okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They're probably going to have a roommate, they don't know where everything is at. The more that family member can tell us upon admission what their habits are, what time they get up, what time they go to bed, what's their favorite meal, those things like that. That helps us a lot.
0: Okay. So that's almost like at admission or pre-admission even?
2: Well, we like to sit down and there's a questionnaire that goes over, so if you're going to bring your mother into the nursing home, we're going to ask you a prepared set of questions. What time does she typically get up? What time does she like to go to bed? What time does she like coffee? You know, we talked about that earlier.
0: Right. Just Mm. a lot
2: of those things like that. Does she like it hot? Does she like it cold? Because if she has a roommate, We don't want to put her in there in a room with someone that likes it chilly like it's in here, Mm -hmm. Uh, but they may want it a little bit warmer. So you try to pair them up the best that you can. So the more information you can get from the families, the better.
0: Right.
1: Well, I think what gets tricky sometimes is we're talking about these patient preferences, but sometimes that doesn't coincide with staffing that you have in the facility, right?
2: well you know what that comes up and i and i heard uh, that's in the conversations uh-huh. earlier but here's the thing with any facility be it a long-term care facility or an assisted living facility uh you have 24 7 staff so if you want that cup of coffee at two o'clock in the morning or you want that pimento cheese sandwich at two o'clock in the morning you can get it okay okay if you don't want to have i heard you say breakfast at 10 o'clock and you don't want to get up at the regular with uh, most uh-huh. everybody else to eat at seven or seven thirty, then that's when you get it. Okay. If you want that shower right before you go to bed to help you sleep better, that's why you have twenty four seven staff, so you can kind of tailor it to what everybody wants.
0: Okay, so that sounds great, right? Uh-huh. You can get like I can call at three in the morning and say I want a turkey sandwich with avocado and mayonnaise, and so. It isn't quite like
1: that? I doubt
0: that. Probably a a yes
2: and no. Yes and no, okay. So the menus will change. So one week it might be turkey, one week it might be bologna, one week it might be ham. Right. So it just depends on what is on there that week. Generally there's probably two or three choices that you can ask for. I see. Now, if it's something that's specific that you really want and that you let us know upon admission that you really like that turkey sandwich, Mm Mm-hmm. We can make sure we got them.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, while we're talking about yeah. dietary things, yeah. uh, vegetarians.
0: Yes. Right. I'm thinking about that. Not a problem. And I, and I, no just problem. Think, and I was okay. just thinking about people that may be kosher. Yes. You know, maybe there are things that, I mean, obviously, re- we haven't talked about religious preferences yet, but so I'm, you know, I'm going to assume that that's all part of it.
2: Exactly, yes. As long as we know on the front end. Yes. Uh, now, one of the facilities that I operate is up in Clarksville, which sits right next to Fort Campbell. Mm hmm. We get all people from all walks of life. Yeah. We had a, l- yeah. a little lady, a Kurdish lady uh-huh. special diet. And okay. it took some shopping to go around and find the particular bread that she wanted. Okay. We found it. So you can you can cater to for the most part as long as we know. Right. Right.
1: Doesn't happen overnight, though. Yeah, yeah. It takes some planning. Is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Go back to the admission process.
2: Right.
0: Yes. So we have a person, Let's say we have a resident that's there because they are a patient, because they really are a patient in a you know skilled nursing facility. They're there for rehab due to a fall. They're a fall risk, obviously. Are there certain things that maybe you have to do? I mean, like uh, bed rails or 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 psychotropic drugs that maybe that maybe up. Uh, Maybe they they get even if they don't want them. How does that work?
2: I'll tell you what, uh, side rails or bed rails are not probably the best thing to do because there's been cases in the past where people have tried to get out of bed and got in between them and have actually suffocated. Yeah. So we don't use them now. Each facility, each company is a little bit different. Okay. okay? But there are other things that you can do. So it kind of go back to that admission process when we're talking to the family. Uh Um, Do they want to get up and go to the bathroom before they go to bed? Do they Uh need assistance? Right. Uh, Could it be that we need to move them up closer to the nurse's station um, so that the staff is more aware? Could it be instead of the A bed or the B bed, they need to be to the bed that's closer to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Uh, how is the lighting? Mm-hmm. Uh, we do what we call a root cause analysis and just start asking questions. Mm-hmm. Now on the drugs, you cannot arbitrarily just give someone something to
0: restrain them, make them, them
2: sleep, to yeah. restrain them to, for your convenience, I guess that's should gotcha. say. Okay. Now if it's medically necessary, that's yes. one thing.
0: Yeah, because yeah. it sounds like, I mean, you know, we, I think what we've learned through this whole episode is, is that, you know, the people's perceptions of care, you know, are much different maybe than what's the reality out there. Correct. Okay.
1: So we, we haven't gotten to talk about evictions or discharges, but to, can you just take that big topic and tell us something?
0: we got like 30 seconds left. Okay. So, uh,
2: mm-hmm. so if by chance a uh, family wants to get that, you know, Marie was in here earlier, Ombudsman program is your best advocate. Okay, yeah. and hopefully it never comes to that. Uh, and, and evidently, something really bad had to happen yeah. for that to take place. But I would go back to that ombudsman program. Great people. Uh, right. I have worked with, uh, if I can say so, Patty in Patty, the past yeah. and with Marshell. Right. Yeah. Learned a lot from them, and okay. they are the family advocate and the resident sure.
0: advocate. Okay, we're going to put your contact. we're going to put your contact information up. Okay. Randy Ashby, RN. Right. Grace Healthcare Support Services. So, thanks for being here.
2: Well, thank you for having me.
0: Great, so up next, we're gonna be talking about, with Patty Bedwell, who is one of our elder care coordinators, and we're gonna be talking, of course, about residents' rights, so please stay tuned.